Welcome to today's Conduit podcast. As a reminder, Conduit is a tribe of small business owners and leaders who desire to get better by learning and growing together. My name is Jerry Bierman, owner-operator of Alluring Glass. Today we have my friend Rick Meyer, owner-operator of Meyer Brothers and Sons. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Jerry. So one of your co-workers and um, cousins, Luke, yes. uh, said, hey, how about, as we were just sending out requests to say, hey, what would you guys like us to talk about? Uh, Luke said, how to be a better coworker," And that coincides with another topic that I had planned for this week, which is optimism, the importance of optimism and positivity from a um, leadership standpoint. So as you've had some time to ponder what it means to be a good coworker, and coworker could be for sole proprietors, your vendor partners that you know mm-hmm. you, have, you have good, good, good relationships with your subs, for instance. So, anyway, what uh, what strikes you about this topic? Well, it's interesting. I feel like to be a good coworker really just means to be a good human, right? So, I mean, any any relationship that you're in, um, I think it for me. Uh, this makes me go just kind of up and up and up from a kind of a high level understanding of, of life and relationships and personal mission and faith and those types of things. So um, from that high level, for me, it's, it's looking at other people um, as valuable individuals that were created by God to be um, loved and respected. Uh, Cause I feel like that's the way God has treated them. And that's the way I feel like I should treat them as well. So, you know, what can I do um, to add value to that person? So the idea of, of thinking of others better than yourselves. And, you know, if you go around just looking at your own interests and not the interest of others, then no one's going to want to be around you. Yeah. But if you go around looking for opportunities to love and serve other people, I mean, I feel like that's, that's people are going to want to be around you. And we've talked about, um, this idea before that the greatest human need is just to be loved and accepted. And so if you can genuinely care for your coworkers, your vendor partners, um, and have a humble spirit around them, then I feel like they're going to, they're just, you're going to, they're just going to want to be around you. Mm-hmm. So what hint that's there's, you, you just said a lot uh, in a very short period of time. There's a lot of depth to what you said, what do you think hinders guys, people, what, hinder, what hinders us uh, from bringing our best self into the best version of ourself into um, relationships with coworkers? Uh, for me, it's myself. Um, you know, I could, if, if I'm having a bad day or if the circumstances aren't good, all those things could r- could block me from bringing the best version of myself. But Mm -hmm. I personally believe at the end of the day that I have the power to, to be the person I want to be in those relationships. So, um, a lot of times I'll just fake it, you know, like if I'm, if, if at work, for example, one thing I've really tried to do is in a lot of this, Jerry, is through some of the stuff we've kind of gone through together and, and leadership training and influencing people and empathy and like this idea of just good listening. 
Like if you can have good listening techniques, um, and for me, good listening is I, I have a stand-up desk, and so I stand there and I, I look at my computer and I work. And we have an open op- office, so when someone comes into the office, whether that's the mailman or my dad or a coworker, um, pausing, turning, making eye contact, smiling, and being genuinely engaged, and I have the proclivity, the propensity, the problem of being more concerned with my tasks and getting stuff done than with the people around me. So I've had to intentionally hit pause on what I'm doing and, and welcome the interruption. And again, that's not, that's not one, that's not my default. Um, So I've, I've, I've had, I've learned this about myself. And so I've, I've really tried to be intentional and, and, doing that and, and gate, you know, squaring up to somebody, look them in the eyes and, and listening. And a lot of times, you know, and there's some people where they just talk and then, and, and in my brain, I just think I could be doing so much other stuff right now, but you know, I'm going to hold, hold, hold fast and I'm going to listen and I'm going to, you know, engage and not be, you know, and not be a jerk, but, you know, try to really genuinely care for people. Yeah. You were, we've talked about this a bunch that you always take yourself with you into Mm-hmm. each engagement you take you with you and so the best version of yourself versus the not so best version of yourself is accompanying you with you and it is a it is a really gosh it's really difficult to as you're as you're trying to lead yourself rick um it's really difficult to lead others when there is there's work like GSD. We got to get stuff done. There's there's work. The the task isn't always uh, the relationship. Sometimes the task is the architectural work. Sometimes the task yeah. is ground molding. And so, to be kind and empathetic, um, you know, when you've got to get stuff done, it's you know guys that are guys that are getting stuff done. Um, on your team, excuse me, uh, that it's really important for them to have an effective, efficient day of producing, yeah. producing work. And so yeah. one, of, one of the challenges is that balance between we got to get the crown installed, we got to get the tile installed, we got to get, we got to get, we got to get, and then the humanity of uh, engaging with others. Mm-hmm. That's yes. It- it is tough. And so, you know, speaking out of my own experience, it, it, my bent is to just to, to GSD. So for me, I need, to, I need to move the needle in the other direction. But for some people, I can think of a, a sub that we use that just it loves to talk. And so you literally, you have to put in boundaries. So you yeah. have to start working. And, and you might be in the same room, but you, you got, at some point in time, you just got to work. So I agree, there is a balance, and um, it's situational, um, and I think it starts with understanding yourself and where you tend to tend to fall. Totally agree. Yeah, if you could do a self, you know, a self check, um, which I'm I'm not good at, you know, especially when there's, you know, the stresses that we face, um, the stresses that our friends face, face face on a daily basis is really difficult. Um, 
to be self-aware when you're, you know, you're, you're under um, duress. And so mm-hmm. it, it is good. Usually I, I think of the best version of myself after I've given somebody the worst version of myself. Oh, for sure. And that you, always happens. Yeah. You're looking at the damage. Um, I yep. was talking, to, I was actually talking to some coworkers yesterday about this, that um, my pat, you know, I, anyway, 10 years ago, my passive aggressive bent uh, created all kinds of problems in relationships with coworkers where, uh, and I still see that. And I, it, it's interesting to me that the bantering that goes back and forth, you know, with the guys in the field or in the office, the bantering that goes back and forth, um, that can really be passive aggressive, you know, where people are busting each other's chops. S- some of it's really good because it's part of the culture, you know, of, of, mm-hmm. how, of how people engage with each other. And then part of it can cross the line. And as a leader, I guess what we're trying to do is trying to keep a pulse of that because we want our guys to have fun and, and we want them to be, and, and we want them to get a lot of work done. Right. So there's pressure on um, your, your projects to get the project buttoned up, get it moving on. Um, yes. And treating people um, with, I guess, empathy is the word you used, which I would agree with being empathetic in the process. Yeah. And having situational awareness of understanding, you know, sometimes stuff just needs to happen. Yeah. Um, and other times it's, it's the culture building time. So camaraderie time where you can, cause that's, what's going to help you be efficient, effective in the future. When you feel like you're a part of a team and you're there to get something yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so trying, how do you help? How, how could we try to help our, teammates or our subs be self-aware um, in areas that are hindering their relationships. Mm, seems to be touchy ground. Yeah. Uh, pray that they, <laughs> that God would make them aware. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, it's, it's, you know, going around pointing out people's weaknesses. That's, you, you know, that's not a way to, make friends and influence people. Um, so, but I, I do think there's ways to, especially if people you're in, you're in um, relationship with of trying to help them see things that they might not be able to see. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's, you know, instead of saying you do this and you need to stop and do this, you know, yeah. what are pulling out stories of my own life that I've, that I've experienced and hoping that connections are made. Yeah. Um, well, as, so. as, you're, as you're saying that, Rick, I'm thinking modeling it. Like, mo- you know, what, one, yeah. of the, one of the things that strikes me is I can model it better and then I could, um, I could speak to it with my team. You know, I could say to my team, um, I could say to my subs, hey, I'm really working on uh, being more uh, empathetic, more uh, kind, um, will you help me? You know, will you, will you yeah. help me, will you help me get better at this? And then from a leadership standpoint, you know, leaders like, gosh, this is very convicting as I'm saying this to you, leaders need to lead, right? We take, we need to take the initiative and some of the initiative is requiring me to model that behavior and then, um, ask those in my charge, uh, ask my subs to, Hey, will you, 
would you mind helping holding me accountable to this? That, you know, yeah. I, I want to get better at this. And so from a leadership standpoint, it seems like it really needs to start with me, Rick. And then for me over a period of time to try to engage my staff or my team or my subs to say, Hey, um, as I'm working on this, would you be willing and interested in working with me? Um, How's that yeah. resonate with you? I think that's, I, I, yes, I agree. I think that's a, a, one of the best ways I feel like you can influence people to, and try to help them be self-aware on stuff, for sure. Yeah, and, and, and the, other, the other piece is that we do need to speak up. Like we do need to, as a leader, we, we, gotta, we gotta lead by our actions first and foremost, but, and, and then leave with our voice that it is it is required of us to speak uh, the truth in kindness to uh, to others, um, it, which takes a ton of energy, right? It takes a ton of energy to pull guys aside and say, "Hey, you know what I'm noticing is this. Um, my my mm-hmm. I, I could be I could be reading this wrong, Rick." Uh, what I'm noticing is this, um, uh, and you may be, guys might be taking you um, the wrong way or not hearing your message because they're perceiving you to be angry or uh, unaccepting of them or whatever. It, it is, the pendulum has swung so far to where the guys, where leaders, I think, are reluctant to speak up. Um, for many reasons. One of the reasons is that, you know, you, you don't want your guys to quit, you know, you, yeah. but that's not a, that's not a good, that's not a good reason not to address them in kindness. Um, yeah. And I think to speak is to lead and, and to lead is to, to, um, do it in a way that is sensitive and kind. And, and yeah, I think about the idea that, you know, the tongue is powerful. Yeah. And it's it's able to do um, many rights and many wrongs. And so I think yeah. just being aware of that, um, being aware that people hear things differently, mm-hmm. um, but not being afraid to speak into people's lives in ways that you think that you feel good about. And it's and it's I think for me, it's always a, a internal reflection of where's my heart and speaking to this person about this thing. You know, and if my heart is in a place of wanting them, uh, wanting to put them down in order to make myself feel better, well, clearly that's not a good, that's not a, a, a time to use my position of leadership to talk and speaking to somebody's life. So, you know, trying to always understand, you know, my heart really genuinely is for this person to, to grow in their, or in their own um, life and uh, in, in the way they influence other people. And so, and usually you usually that heart intention shines through your words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good, Rick. My, my takeaway is that I need to lead by example, uh, which mm-hmm. is, hard, which is hard. Um, and, and uh, enlist those in my charge to help hold me accountable to that lead by example. That's the, the that's very convicting to me. And then the second piece is speak it that, you know, encourage mm-hmm. it encourage it and speak it into others that um, 
don't hesitate to speak to when you when you see people. It's it's like catching your kids doing something good, Rick. Um, not not being reluctant to speak when you see the guys um, treating each other, treating subs in a way that models the. Uh, the type of culture that you want to speak to it, to call it out. Yeah. So not just point out the negatives, but yeah. Also, uh, validate the positive behavior. Amen. That's good stuff. All right. I got to cut it short today. That's good as always. Thank you so much, Rick. I greatly appreciate you and your wisdom and insight. Thank you, Jerry. That was a good one. Good, good, good. Good talk.